Welcome to Get Up in the Cool Old Time Music with Cameron DeWitt and Friends. This week's friend is Noah Van Nordstrand. We recorded this in an Airbnb in Kansas City about a month ago. Get Up in the Cool is listener-funded. If you benefit from the show and you can afford to pay for it, please do, because I can't do it without you. Go to patreon.com slash getupinthecool, link to the show notes, and sign up at a level that you can sustain. If none of those tiers work for you, set your own amount and give what you're able. Thank you so much. Stick around afterwards to hear how to keep up with Noah Van Nordstrand, but first, here's our interview and jam. Enjoy. Noah Van Nordstrand, welcome to Get Up in the Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I first heard about you, uh, I think, from, I was was interviewing Alex Sturbaum for the the first time. They've been a regular guest of the show at this point, but they're talking about their musical influences and and, and Great Bear. Great Bear. Yeah. Yeah. The the big thing (laughs) that they mentioned right away. And... uh, they also um, threw me into the into the mix of uh, the uh, how the Pacific Northwest um, is is often not neatly in some sort of one category or another, and it is not uncommon for people to play for squares and contras mm-hmm. and to play all sorts of other kinds of things. And um, it was all very overwhelming and exciting. Uh, but um, <laughs> since then, I've been I've been wanting to meet you. And yeah. uh, I got to meet you for the first time. Um, it's like a month ago. Yeah, it was like November. Where I was, yeah, I was on the. Is it November? Oh yeah. God, <laughs> that was longer than a month ago. <laughs> yeah, weird. Yeah, it was like yeah, we're in the middle of a, a contra dance tour, like eight days of contra dances every night, and yeah, and Alex said that they had a friend that we sh- that we should go hang out with. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, was you. <laughs> Alex is a great facilitator. I'm grateful to they, them. They really, they really are. They, they really, really, really are really good at that. <laughs> so, there's a lot of questions I want to ask you. But maybe first we should say, uh, what is that tune that we just played? What's that tune? The tune's called Christmas Eve. Okay. And it's a, as far as I know, it's just a Celtic traditional tune. Um, I, I learned it from a chieftain's album a chieftain's christmas album oh good (laughs) (laughs) um but i i'm sure it has other stories but i don't know them (laughs) uh what a lovely tune it's you you were saying off record uh that um let's put it on yeah let's put it on record (laughs) you're saying that you like to do this one because uh it can be played like an old time tune yeah and i i think i basically agree although i will say that when i'm playing Celtic tunes. Uh, I don't know what it is about how they're shaped. It's like that tune's square, 
Uh-huh. It has generally like predictable like contour in terms of when it goes high, when it goes low. Uh-huh. But something about it just hurts my brain, and I'm not <laughs> used to listening to. It. Yeah. Well, like all the all the the specific turnarounds are all like not. They're not made. They're not made made for you. <laughs> well, they're not made for that. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, it's it's so funny. Um, can you can you speak to that? Like what what I think little things? It's like, are there any specifics? I mean, because on fiddle, tell me, learn. This is the like all those like little lines are very very. Uh, once you learn them, they're very easy on fiddle. They just kind of yeah sound very natural. What I understand, I don't play banjo, but what I understand is that. That that is that doesn't make sense on banjo. The uh, pat, the same patterns that are easy to pull off on fiddle, yeah, translate easy to the way banjos are tuned or the way claw hammers like. Right. Yeah. I guess I was trying to make some sort of distinction between the between the styles. Like I feel like if I was trying to fiddle that, I would have more as an old time fiddler. Mm-hmm. Like I would I would struggle to comprehend because it's like. Parts of that, it's like, oh, I know that. I know. Okay. But then the rest of it, it's like, oh, something happened <laughs> to the rest of that turnaround <laughs> and that fill that is not old time to me. Uh-huh. Like the endings, the ending yeah. phrases are just shaped different. Yeah. But like. What is it? Uh, is the, that's, is the most normal. Yeah, thousands okay. of tunes end the exact same way in Celtic Man. I don't know if they do it in Old Time Land or not, but yeah, maybe it's just the feel that's throwing me off. Because when you do it isolated, and I'm not in the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. the first time I ever played any like social trad music uh, was at a friend's wedding, and they had a, a contra dance at the, at their wedding, like a little okay. contra dance, like. Uh, this was in Indiana in like 2013 and I, I had my banjo and I was like, can I, can I s- sit in? Can I play some tunes with you? And they said, do you know the tunes? And I, and I lied and I said, yes. <laughs> uh, <Good>. and, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I've been wanting to yeah know more about what contra, what the contra dance scene is like and also why is the music the way it is? What is it like being a an influential band uh, or being having been part of an influential yeah, band yeah. in the in the contra dance scene? And how does one write music for that? And yeah. there's a lot of questions. There. Yeah, which one you want to start? <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. Um, this is all this always happens when I interview non old yes. folks. <laughs> yes, correct. Next question. It's also yeah. I also stayed up really late and we yeah. just woke up. This this event this event is crazy. This yeah. event is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe let's start here. When did you start playing the fiddle? Okay, that's a good place to start. I started playing. Um, I say I was eight, but this will be a theme of the whole interview, as I'm guessing, is that I have a very strong case of like little brother uh, syndrome, where I just I am. Um, I copied anything and everything okay. that my older brother Andrew did. Okay, yeah. Then you know that's it's, and we can outside of music too. It goes to chaos deep. Okay. <laughs> Is there like a turn at some point, a differentiation phase? A little, a little bit, but it was you know, you know, within the past decade. <laughs> right, because you're you're no longer in a in a in a band. With him, right? Oh no, no, faux pas is. Uh, oh, Andrew. Andrew. So is I still haven't met Andrew. Oh, you haven't met Andrew. Okay. No. Okay. Cool. Yes. Yeah. I, I couldn't remember. I knew that you were in it. I knew that Chris was in it. Okay. But I didn't know all the names. Okay. Yeah. Great. So it is still. Yeah, it's me and my brother and our basically our other brother, Chris Miller. Yeah. So little little <laughs> brothers in turn then. Yes. Yeah. I copied anything and everything. So Andrew has a story about how how or why he got into. Yeah. Folk music. My story is Andrew did, so I I will now. Oh, cute! <laughs> uh, it was cute back then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how <laughs> how old? Uh, how much older is he? So he he's two years older, and he he started when he was eight. Like that's I think when he actually started a gotcha. little lesson with a little lady called Granny Sweet. Granny Honest Sweet. To God, that was her name. Oh my God. Yeah, she was like this. 
comic book character. She like only wore clothes that she sewed herself. Oh, and I look a honest to god bonnet. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Where was this? So this is in upstate New York. Okay. Like, a little north of Syracuse, like kind of by Lake Ontario, and it was a very cool little. Uh, the the tunes from that area were like kind of half Quebecois tunes, yeah, ish that yeah. influence. Then there's New England influence because it's kind of close to that, and then also like a lot of like just like old fifties, forties, like singing square country, the like country western, sure. Like, Held over from like square dance clubs and stuff. Did she do all of that? Yes, yeah. What? She was she was like a fiddler for the little square dance club, yeah. and that's where we Andrew started um, playing and calling for when he was like eight, wow. eight or ten. And so I say I started playing fiddle when I was eight, but really, as soon as Andrew started, I'm sure I did. So six to eight. Sure. I don't yeah. think I say eight because I'm sure I didn't. I sort of sounded like absolute crap <laughs> when I was six, but... <laughs> yeah, was there another fiddle in the house then? Uh, no, I would just... No. That, maybe that's why I say eight. Yeah. That's probably why I say eight was when I got my own. Ah. Yeah, that's ringing a bell. <laughs> making history. It's a while ago. <laughs> it's a while ago. Yeah, I bet that is it, though. I bet I was just, like, stealing Andrew's fiddle. Yeah. Yeah. As, okay, yeah. And so, and you took with Granny Sweet as well. I never took lessons. Okay, Andrew took the lessons. Oh, I was interesting. Too much of a pill to take lessons. Um, but in what way were you a pill? Uh, just like, yeah, I want to take lessons. <laughs> but you really wanted to play. Yeah, I wanted to. Yeah. So I would just like Andrew would go to the lessons, and then during the week I would just copy, copy Andrew. Oh, so really? Like, I took lessons from Granny Sweet through Andrew, <laughs> filtered through Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which to say, I'm sure, I'm sure Andrew actually was a big teacher of mine in the yeah. years. Interesting. I don't remember any lessons of any sort, but so yeah, it sounds like you were like a highly motivated kid. Yeah, uh, at least when it comes to fiddle playing. Uh-huh. <laughs> but but maybe uh, not one who wants. To like have any kind of structured learning. Yeah, yeah. Did this? <laughs> we were we were homeschooled. Andrew and I were both okay, homeschooled, yeah. and uh, so that that you know played into it. Well, basically, what that meant is once we got into music, that's what we did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like through high school, we just we just played music all day, every day. Yeah, I wish and then pretended to do a little math. But, I, I wish know. I could have done that. You know, I don't know how much. Um, how much actual book learning I did in <laughs> in high school. I must have just learned music stuff. So Yeah. I definitely I don't regret it, but that is something I didn't learn to do is like I did not learn how to learn. I just do things. Right. <laughs> and well, I'm not saying that as a brag, because it's it's a problem sometimes to not know how to learn. <laughs> well maybe it sounds like you're saying you didn't learn how to learn how to do things that you maybe aren't interested in. Sure. Yeah, that could be. A, which is a skill. Yeah, yeah right. Which is, is like the main skill that, like, you know, the school system teaches you is uh-huh. how to, um, like, grit your teeth and and learn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and learn stuff you don't care about. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that is a, a lessons have always been a very I don't don't like them. Yeah. Well, do you teach them? <laughs> I very very little. I teach. It's not the easiest thing that comes to me. Probably because. I never really took lessons, right. so like I don't know how to release. Like, just it. do it. Yeah. Just, just do you do have it. an older brother? I, I bite my tongue. <laughs> who, who fiddles? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you what you need. To have do. you considered getting them lessons <laughs> with someone else? <laughs> Let me tell you what you need. You need to find yourself an older brother. No. Um, uh, so the other part of this is that I did. We and both Andrew and I both grew up going to Jay Unger and Molly Mason's Ashokan. Oh, very good camp. Uh, Northern Week specifically, and. I've been going. Andrew's gone, you know, stopped stopped a little bit on and off, but I've been going every single year since oh, I was ten, since I was ten. So there was some structured education. Yeah, there was one week a year. Yeah, yeah, but it was <laughs> where I would context, go to classes in the context of group learning yeah. and being uh, motivated by others. Yeah. yeah, and probably as a twelve-year-old being motivated by being like the twelve-year-old that was. 
the best in the class. So I was probably motivated by sure ego. <laughs> right. Well, it's like <laughs> when you're putting all your eggs in like in 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 one basket, which is you know like traditional fiddling for uh -huh. you know, and then and that and that basket is like basically people don't really know what to do with that. Most people don't. It's you have one place a year yeah. where that matters. Yeah. I can imagine as a 12 year old being like, I need to get the most out of this. Yeah. I need to milk this, <laughs> you know, cause it's like, you got to ride that ego high for the rest of the year. The year, right? <laughs> and yeah. it's probably puttering out by the time you, <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's true. Yeah. No, I think that's real. So we, yeah, we went to the show and that is where I don't, like, I don't teach any private lessons or anything. It just doesn't, it's not easy for me. But I love Ashokan, and it's, like, such a big part of my life. Mm. And teaching is a way to keep it in my life. So I teach at Ashokan. Oh, lovely. Great. <laughs> so if you want to – also, like, my pitch for Jay is, like, if you want to ever take a lesson from me, you got to come to Ashokan. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Let's play another tune, and then uh, I want to ask questions about performing and dance and stuff like that. So okay. What do you want to play next? I want to play next. I want to play, uh, what's the name of it? Billy? Billy in the Low Ground? Oh, great. Is that, how does that go? Do you, so, yeah, here's a, here's a question about contra dancing. Do you, what is the, the material that you play when you're doing? Good question. Yeah. And yeah. how do you choose? And what do people like? And what do you like? And oh, no, 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 no. Do those overlap? Oh, here's all the questions. Again. The yeah, here they come. Answer uh, any and all of those. Okay, so I, I think this is a, a good time for my little thing I say about contra dance. Yes. Music. And I'm, so, caveat, I am coming at this, all of my experience is coming from, like, modern country dance world. So, <clears throat> there are people, like the, um, he's, he's passed away now, but David Kaner was in New England, and he's, like, just just huge person who, like, knows more, like, traditional New England country dance music it does have a genre, it does have a more of a legitimate, real history um, okay. And then there is a mod modern contra dance world that is uh, just different. <laughs> sure, sure. And that's that's the only thing that I have any actual say in. Um, so, 
in that in mind, the modern contradance world, it's it's like there's this there's two sides of it. There's the, the, the pro side is that it's this melting pot thing where like you can play old time tunes, you can play New England tunes, you can yeah. play Celtic tunes, you can play like there isn't any genre. Yeah. Uh, the dancers just need it to be about one ten to one twenty sure. BPM, and it needs to be thirty two bars. Sure. And then you can do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. <laughs> and then the downside of that is that you can't actually do calypso. You have to okay. do a watered down, super watered down version of. You can't do any of the genres for real. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. <laughs> like really traditional Celtic music. It's kind of bland for a contra dance. If you're doing it like specifically, be really traditional and uh, okay. And old time lots of country dancers have a chip on the shoulder of old time because they think it's very monotonous and uh, and so they, the country dancers yeah country dancers. dislike old time music. Some I shouldn't. I'm <gasps> definitely not all of them. <laughs> Slander on record. I'm loving this. But <laughs> again, in the modern country dance world, they're used to so like that was Great Bear's whole thing was. To make this, we we would take tunes from a lot of different kind of genres and yeah. turn them into pop songs, basically. So okay, turn like big, big hair chord progressions, like big hair eighties oh, chord progressions, and yeah, and it was very very fun to dance to. It was very the huge dynamic shifts and and you know that was we could talk about all that, but. You know, then they would go to their local dance and it'd be an old time band and they would just play the tune in G. Right. And nothing would change. Sure. And then it'd be the next tune and probably also in G. <laughs> and so some some dancers like don't understand that old time music is just doing a different the thing. It's right. just different. It's not worse, it's just different. <laughs> sure. It it almost sounds like contra dancers want a similar thing that maybe an audience would want. They want performance music almost, but for the function of dancing. For the they, function of dancing. They want to be yeah. taken on a ride really specifically. Yes. And the um, other interesting part is they they want to be like they want they want like dynamic shifts and uh, arrangement and yeah. they want to be surprised. Yeah. But they want to be in on the surprise and that's the key. Okay, because if you should give them... What's, like, a wrong surprise? <clears throat> like, if you actually surprise them, it takes them out of... Right. The fl- if you do something that's actually... They don't see coming at all, yeah. it's sometimes fine. But, um, for instance, like, a, a common thing is a jig to reel set. You play a sure. jig and then you go to a reel. So as, as long as the beat stays consistent, you, you can subdivide it however you want. You can, you can kind of dance to both jigs and reels. And, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. And sometimes you do a jig to reel. And that's a very like energy lifting moment when you switch. But like, so one way you could do it is I'll just play Billy as a jig. Yeah. fine yeah yeah they're on board that's fine sure but a contra dance the what seems to work better mm. for the dancer is to let them in on that surprise that's going to happen okay sure. and then then that's a very very you know, very basic uh example but that's then they're in on it yeah. They still think they're surprised, but they're in on the surprise. Sure. They want to be part of it. Yeah. It's, FOMO. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a little bit of hospitality from the yeah. band. <clears throat> that's really cool. And that's like, a, that's a kind of rule of thumb across the board. I feel like it's like, if you're going to do things, do things, you know, if you're arranging things for country dance, go out there, be weird, but like, make sure, make sure the dancers understand and know what's happening. Yeah. Make it really obvious. The more obvious, the better. Like you can't make these things any, you can't make them too obvious. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but well, still be surprising. It, it sounds, it sounds like it's, you know, col- collaboration. Cause like if I was, you know, playing with you for a contra dance or just, or just for jamming or whatever, like I, I would want those kinds of signals as mm. well, you know, cause like, I don't know 
fuck we're doing, you know? <laughs> so, like, I would want, like, yeah, yeah little, little hints. Great Bear had, Great Bear had this one set. It was always one of my favorite things to do. It was a jig set. And the, the shtick of this set was, uh, it would be this slow build. Like, just, we had, we had drummers at that time, drums and horns and stuff. And we would just, like, get really, really quiet. Yeah. And just start building dynamics and intensity. And for, like, four times through, nothing but this, like, slow incline. So the dancers, by the end of those four times through, were, like, they knew exactly where we were going. We were going to, like, you know, we were building to the climax. It's so incredibly obvious. And then we would just, that was the end. We we stopped playing. (laughs) It's like, build, 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 build to bigger than you could ever imagine. And then that was, then then we stopped playing. And it was, like, this audible disappointment this like the whole crowd instead of clapping would just be like oh <laughs> i feel like i could make a lot of um not not safe not podcast podcast jokes. <laughs> jokes about that it's also uh, yeah <laughs> maybe we should play another tune yeah, maybe we should reset so what do you what do you want to play next okay i want to play uh some original tune oh good called astral farewell okay cool so this is just a noah original yes okay great yeah Still happy. Asheville, farewell. Yeah. You're happy to leave. Happy to leave. Well, Asheville. June is happy. <laughs> <clears throat> I wasn't sad leaving. I was, I was just fine. I was fine to leave. It was a good time to leave. <laughs> was your um, naming convention there inspired in any way by, by Jay Unger? Um, I, Asheville's. Not Ashokan. I, I, yeah, oh, okay. that's what I was asking. Okay. Yeah. I guess no. there's, a whole, there's a whole list of... Town name farewell. To yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's a tradition. It's a yeah. I was hoping anyway because no, it was not. It's not uh, inspired by Jay at all. Yeah. <laughs> not that one. It should be a project to have a, a farewell tune for each town. Every town farewell. Yeah, yeah, and they should be funded by like the town. The town should fund yeah their own farewells. It should be a, comp- <laughs> a contest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it could be like um, it so could be the, like. Uh, Someone could like write a better tune, like, and then like try to challenge it for the for the town's tune. Yep. Yeah. Yep. This is what government should be doing. This is what <laughs> I think. Should be yeah. Doing. <laughs> this is what the, the hard work that needs to be done. Oh. <laughs> 
Okay, so how old were you when Great Bear started? So I was about ten-ish when Great Bear started, when we had our first contra dance. Um, yeah. When did you start playing other places? Playing other places. Traveling around. 13, 14. Okay. So it was like, yeah, it was probably two to four years. And who, who else was in this band? Okay. <laughs> so this was me and my brother, Andrew. And then our mom, our mom, Kim, was Great Bear Trio. Okay, very good. Yeah, and uh, what did your mom play? She played piano. Okay. And uh, the band ended up being fairly unique sounding because so mom, mom was a classical piano teacher her whole life. She taught private classical piano lessons. It's like, and when Andrew inexplicably wanted to play fiddle and not violin, yeah, uh, that's when mom like just found this granny sweet lady but she had no no knowledge of folk world yeah before andrew just decided that he wanted to play fiddle huh um so yeah she she is a musician very very musical and all that stuff but uh what that meant is that like most of her piano parts in great bear were taught to her through a guitar player like andrew would like yeah, teach yeah. her the piano parts so it wasn't like a piano player coming up with these parts it's like Andrew came up with the parts as a guitar player and then got them filtered through the instrument of piano through mom. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> but it made pretty, I think, pretty uh, unique sounding piano parts, at least in the, for contra dances. Huh. <clears throat> and then you said at some point there were also drums and horns and things. Yeah, so Great, Great Bear is, is started in, yeah, when I was 10. So it was, it was a 20 years band. It was, it was a band for 20 years. And through that time went through various stages like the, when it first started i mostly played hand drums i think because i couldn't play fiddle good enough huh i think that was that's not, not what i thought but i think that's what what, kind, mom what kind of <laughs> what kind of hand drums did you play like jimbe and bongos oh, interesting and okay I, I was just like you know do you still do this no i do not that's i mean so, i can i guess a little bit but it's no. so funny because i feel like I, I i have a big like not personal chip on my shoulder, but on, for on the on the behalf of other like you know percussionists, just like people sometimes think that those instruments are like easier or lower yes. stakes, but it's the, it's the opposite. Pretty much the opposite. <laughs> yeah, so they let you have the most powerful instrument. Yeah, in the, I mean, I did have I did have a fine rhythm, so I wasn't cool. <clears throat> cool. It wasn't the most mature choices. <laughs> <laughs> But I wasn't uh, I wasn't messing up the rhythm, so it still worked for dances. So yeah, okay. like the first iteration was like, yeah, me and most mostly on hand drums and a little bit of fiddle, mostly drums yeah. and Andrew on fiddle. And then somewhere along the line in early high school, I learned mandolin and Andrew learned guitar. Okay, yeah. I don't know why, uh, but you know that's what happened. And then it kind of switched a little bit to me mostly playing fiddle and Andrew okay. playing guitar. Mm. And then for a while we did the thing where like the transition of those periods was, we had so many goddamn instruments <laughs> we had. <laughs> and then we started flying and we're like immediately after yeah. one, after one event of flying somewhere, it's like, no Nope, this yeah. doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> we had like a bazooki, a banjo and a guitar an electric guitar and then I had to find drums down there, and it was just uh, so stupid. So after that, it pared way down to just, like, me fiddle mandolin, Andrew fiddle guitar, piano. Yeah. And then we got bored of that and added a drummer. And each, each one of these things is, like, five years. So <laughs> added a drummer and horns, Chris Chris Miller. That's how we, like... Yeah. Yep, Chris Miller. Oh, very good. Yeah. Played Makes with Yeah. Yeah, and then we stopped. <laughs> then we <Yeah>. retired. <laughs> well, I, I was going to say um, a, a common thread on, on this show, a, a theme that reoccurs on Get Up in the Cool is, so you were in a family band. Yes. How are you doing? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> we, okay, this, here's where Andrew and I will have different answers. Okay, great. From my I'll, perspective, I'll it was pretty fun, functional. <laughs> I think that's because Andrew did it in a insane amount of both just organizational labor and emotional labor to make it functional. Yeah. Um, 
and that's I'm only now kind of realizing all that Andrew did growing wow. up because <laughs> we were we did it did feel like a it did feel like our family felt like a band that happened to be a family yeah not really a because uh, it yeah. started so early like right there was only ten years before we were a band. Yeah. So, like, mostly we were a band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, and, yeah. Yeah. It has, it's, I don't know, I'm, I don't, I don't want to say I regret anything, because I like where I am now, and definitely wouldn't be without it. So. Right. And we, we've made very good contra dance music. That, I, I know that. <laughs> yeah. I'm very proud of the contra dance music we made. <laughs> Was part of the reason for maybe stopping that, that project, uh, that, that band, we need to like learn how to, how to be a family <laughs> instead of just yeah. being uh, and, a band. And, and I think like, a, a, I don't want to speak for Andrew, but like, oh. uh, also like, uh, he needed to be done. He was, he was very burnt out and needed to be, needed to be done, needed to be done with that project. And mom at the same time kind of was getting really tired of life on the road. Like, yeah. Her life took a weird turn. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, you know, private piano teacher to like full-time touring musicians. <laughs> my life is I is I work with and hang out with my two adult sons. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So uh, mom wanted to be done traveling. She wasn't done playing. She was having fun playing still, but the travel was annoying. Yeah. Hard on her. Mm. And Andrew was really, you know, burnt out on doing all of the logistics yeah. <laughs> for 20 years. <laughs> it sounds like you're able to like feel and express some gratitude now that maybe when mm. at the time, cause you grew up clueless. <laughs> yeah. You grew up in it and you're taking it for granted, baby. Yeah. You know? And it's like, Oh, this isn't normal. Yeah. <laughs> Not everyone has a touring uh, family <laughs> contra dance band. <laughs> yeah. And like, there was also like, there was some years there where the like, great bird was like at its biggest, mm. like the last five to seven years. Um, was when I was going, I was going through, I got, to, I got, this is when I said I copied Andrew in more than just music. Like, yeah. Andrew got married. I got married. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew got married when he was, when he was 20. So I was like, oh, well, I guess in two years I'll get married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I got married when I was 20 and that was, I was going through a divorce during like Grapers. So like, yeah, that was really important for me to like do my own thing and meet my own friends and yeah get this identity thing that we talked about earlier. yeah it's like you know in the past 10 years uh and you know now i'm seeing that 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 meant that I, andrew was doing everything yeah <laughs> i would go to dance weekends and have a grand old time with my new friends yeah and andrew would not yeah totally <laughs> and i'm very very Thankful to the sacrifices he made too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm always interested in, you know, um, cross-referencing siblings and separate episodes. Yeah. I'm about to do that a little later today, actually. With Andrew? With someone. No, 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 not with Andrew. Yeah. Okay. Although I would love to. <laughs> yeah. But, but, um, I like that you're, you're, you're setting him up for it. Like you're, you're yeah. saying like, it's going to be a hero. <laughs> yeah. He's the best gratitude, you know, good job. Thanks. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe a you little know? bit sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I think that's really lovely that y'all, um, are, are still playing music together. Yes. It's hard to end something on purpose. Yes, it is. I think uh, ending things is, an act of love mm. and an act of care. And I wish more people knew how to do that. <laughs> yeah. I think that's really great. No, it, it, it is. And I'm really glad. Also really glad. So we had our last gig in the, you know, December of 2018. Mm. And, and I was like, I kind of wanted to go to 2020 cause I just like, right. I like round right. numbers. Yeah, sure. And I also was kind of clueless at how much Andrew was doing. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm so glad we did it. <laughs> cause then our like big last year would have been like, you know, canceled. Oh yeah. You got to end on your own terms. We ended on, yeah, we got to end on the very high note, you know, go out on top. So de- definitely. It was yeah. very <laughs> rewarding too. We had our big last weekend and it was like, you know, big giant party. Yep. (laughs) Let's play one more tune and then let's talk about what you're doing now. Faux pas. Yeah. Okay. Anything else you're up to. And, uh, 
where people go to like follow you and stuff like that. Sure. But uh, we'll do a tune first. What? What's also, next? I forgot the uh, Asheville, this the Asheville Asheville farewell tune. Um, I I actually recorded with Alex and oh great and Kelsey Wells as that new band Engine Room. Engine Room, awesome. And that will be an EP out sometime. I can't wait. I got spring. to hear it very casual, oh, okay. casual, Good. candid. Well, I'm just saying because I played with the yeah. three, with the three of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I haven't yeah, heard yeah, the yeah. recordings yet, but oh, I can't okay. wait to hear. Got it. Yeah, okay. yeah. Cool. Oh, well, gosh. we'll we'll cover your, okay. we'll cover that we'll for pause and anything <laughs> else that we need to. But yeah, what do you want to play next? You're an A, mm-hmm. but you can go anywhere. But yeah, the only thing that's like a little prohibitive in this tuning would be F or B flat, or like any. E? Huh? Can you do E? E would be great. I love playing an E. Yeah, me too. I don't get to do it very often. What's this one called? This one is called uh, Wingspan. Wingspan. It's one of my tunes. And this one's going to be on my solo CD. Oh, great. It got recorded last February, but it's stuck in purgatory right now. But it'll it'll get out there. Yeah. (laughs) All right. More on that too. Yeah, exactly. so great i yeah. love that <laughs> it's named after they have you played wingspan the board game yet no the, what what is it bird it's 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 a great uh it's a board game about birds it's like a birding board game oh cool like it's a new nerdy like a big new nerdy yeah board game. Is it it's like a, a fun game by itself but also if you are a birder uh andrew, are, and, I, andrew and i are both pretty into birds and mostly again mostly andrew <laughs> but uh uh, it's very accurate. It's very accurate. All the cards are very accurate, and it's, yeah. they try to do the make the game like be like birds. Anyway, it's this is a promotional tie-in. Yes, I'm being <laughs> sponsored by. Finally, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this will be on your solo record. Yes, last last. Uh, okay, so during the pandemic, um, all the gigs went away, and the I've. The answer to like how do why how do I make myself still you know play this thing in some way without any gigs or anything or travel, and so I would I would uh, I was living in Nashville at the time, and I would go on the porch and I would write a tune a day every every day I would write a tune and post it to 
Facebook. Yeah. And so after, I don't know, after probably not, not four consecutive months, but over the course of 2020 and 2021, there would be like probably four months worth of tunes out there. That's a lot of tunes. And, uh, <laughs> so many, and I haven't ever done a solo CD before. And I was like, that's, I, maybe I, maybe yeah. I should do that. Really and I want to do that. Like a solo CD yeah. with a, a 120 tunes. I got all these pandemic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We pared them down. Yeah. <laughs> when you write a tune every day, they're definitely not all worth. Sure. Sure. Recording. <laughs> but yeah, every, every single one of the tunes is two songs and they were written a long time ago, but, uh, every one of the tunes and is all from the from that from the porch mm. to today thing, and that's one of them. That was yeah, one of them. yeah. So it's right now it's getting mixed. So when sometime hopefully this summer. Yeah. So <laughs> when it comes out, what's the best way for people to hear about it? Yeah, uh, Great Bear Music. Great Bear Music um, as a handle on you know all of the different yeah all the different ones Instagram yeah. Facebook I think. Dot com, I think. Cool. <laughs> but Bandcamp definitely. So Great Bear is still like the uh, the social the social media place where you announce yeah. new things that each of y'all. Are yeah, doing. at Great Bear we retired the band, but by the end of the band we had made like uh, four. We had, we had Andrew and I had put out about seven-ish CDs. Yeah, like that are the two of us. Yeah, whether or not that's the two of us with our mom or two of us right. with other projects, and they're all like self-labeled on our own label. So Andrew kind of kind of turned Great Bear into, he's trying to see about maybe making an actual, like, an actual label. And yeah. Good. Right now it's still just doing our own stuff, but um, yeah. their catalog is kind of like, a lot of CDs now. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> so Great Bear, Great Bear Music is, if you, anything that Andrew and I do together, yeah. you know, those bands, there's like, you know, five or six different bands that Andrew and I are involved in together. Yeah. And that's on there. So, okay. if yeah, you know, need any, anything about that, including uh, one of those bands is Fopas, yes. which is why we're here at uh, Folk Alliance. Here's Fopas with uh, me and Andrew and Chris Miller, and that band also has a new EP um, coming out this spring. Lovely, lots of yeah, can't wait. They're all like all thinking. and this new band Engine Room. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> You get all the plugs in. So that's the band with me and Alex Sturbaum that you mentioned earlier. Yeah. And then this amazing fiddler from Nashville, Kelsey Wells. Kelsey Wells. And the three of us is a, there was a, there was a while there in the pandemic when Andrew's kind of retired from con playing contra dances and Great Bear's retired. Sure. And my other band had some help things. Um, so that can't be, all of a sudden, like. Even if dances came back all at once, I didn't have a band. I didn't right, have a band right. to play contra dances in, and it was kind of existentially crazy for me because yeah. that's who I am. But I'm very excited. This engine room band is a we're we're playing contra dances and excited about it. So cool, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they have, we have an EP too <laughs> coming out. Well, you all, yeah, you all sound great, and I can't wait to hear the actual recorded version. <laughs> it was great. We just uh, we had a. We had an afternoon before that tour started where, we, where I met you. Yeah. And we just, Alex has that home studio. Right, yeah. We just, just sat down and played him. So it was like very Perfect. bare bones, but it's good. It's great. <laughs> Perfect. Cool. Well, thanks so much for doing this. You too. Thank you for you asking me. Got up at uh, 11. <laughs> 11. To, it's yeah. 10, 1045, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I really appreciate, I honestly really appreciate that, well, you know. Thank you. That's great. No, this yeah. has been great. Yeah, I hope we find a chance to get some um, off-record tunes sometime this weekend. I know it's going to be a busy weekend for everyone. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see fun. what we can do. Um, what do you want to play for our final tune? Oh, there's another one. Yeah, there's another tune. Yeah, well, yeah and then we're going to play a, a bonus track. And then a bonus tune. Yeah. Okay. I'll play an old-time tune. You want to play an old-time tune? Do. Great. Like old-time tunes.
Visit GreatBearMusic.com to buy all their albums as well as the albums of their other projects like The Faux Pas. Follow Great Bear Music on social media to be the first to hear about Noah's upcoming solo album and his album with Engine Room. And of course, follow The Faux Pas Music as well so you can know when they're coming through your town. It's all linked in the show notes. You can support this podcast at patreon.com slash getupinthecool. That's also linked in the show notes along with links to my banjo lessons, my band, my other podcast, and Get Up In The Cool merch. That's all for now, friends. Thanks for listening. Come back same time next week to Get Up In The Cool.